The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Your host is Chad Austin. There's no time to get yourself into shape. Like right now, you'll learn how to overcome the day-to-day excuses and start working on the rest of your life. The results will come as you go and will just keep getting better and better. Now, here's your host and motivator, Chad Austin. What's up, everybody? I'm Chad Austin. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm a big cheese fan. I was really hoping to start today's show talking about the huge comeback that the Chiefs made in the second half of the game last night. I was hoping to say that after going in a half down 10 to 17, the Chiefs came out of the locker room all fired up and stormed past the Broncos to come back and win. But unfortunately, I can't say that. The Broncos ended up winning 27 to 17 and have now taken the lead in the AFC West. But even though they lost last night, the Chiefs are still in the middle of one of the biggest comeback stories ever written. For those of you who don't know or have forgotten somehow, the Chiefs only won two games last season and ended with a record of 2-14. and 14. It was their worst season in franchise history. The Chiefs had a choice at the end of last season. They had a choice. They could accept that their once great professional team is now one of the worst in the league, or they could not accept it, and they could do something about it. Over the offseason, they brought in a new head coach, Andy Reid, new general manager, John Dorsey, a new franchise quarterback, Alex Smith, and they picked up Eric Fisher with the first pick in the NFL draft and strengthened up their line, and they picked up a bunch of veteran leaders in free agency. Fast forward to week 11 this year, and the Chiefs are 9-1 and are tied for the best record in the NFL. They are the only team in NFL history to have had the worst record the year before and then be tied for the best record after 11 weeks of the season. They are also on pace to set several NFL records for defense and send several players to the Pro Bowl yet again. It is literally a completely turnaround, complete turnaround from last season. This time last season, we were 1-9, last place in the NFL. We were ranked last in the league in team defense and offense, too. And everyone involved with the organization was on the hot seat. We have gone from worst to first in one year. And I don't want to, I don't want to jinx us. But we have a great chance. Look at the rest of our schedule. Three home games, three away games. We have a great chance to finish 14-2, and two, which be, would be a complete 180 from the 2-14 and 14 that we had last year. In my mind, that would be the best comeback story ever told. And we'd be talking about it every season from now on. Even if they don't finish that strong, they have practically already assured themselves a playoff spot. And only a few ESPN analysts were brave enough to predict that happening at the beginning of the season. Inspired by the Chiefs, I decided to make the theme of this week's show about making a fitness comeback. 
Where are you at in your fitness story right now? Are you able to look back the past year and see good? Or is it time for some changes? My guest joining me later on the show is celebrity trainer Steve Jordan. Steve is known as America's fitness ambassador. Steve created the Posture Perfect program. He has held a personal training position at the White House and has a client list that includes Fortune 100 company executives, celebrities, professional athletes, and anyone looking for a healthier life. Steve, Steve is no stranger to adversity. In 1994, he endured an accident that changed his life. He fell 18 feet headfirst from a friend's balcony, which left him motionless on the concrete below. Upon an initial scan, doctors found his brain swelling and the possibility of severe brain damage or even death. To save Steve's life, doctors performed open brain surgery to relieve pressure that was building from a swelling brain. Steve's recovery began with two months in the hospital and continued with three years of cognitive rehab and surgeries to repair short-term memory loss, facial paralysis, a fractured eardrum causing hearing loss, tip-of-the-tongue syndrome, and loss of smell. Doctors were skeptical of a full recovery, but Steve believed that anything less than a full recovery was not acceptable, was not an option. He then fully immersed himself in his goal of using exercise, diet, and a healthy lifestyle to overcome his new challenges. Today at 36, he's recovered and using his experience to motivate, inspire, and educate others. Steve is one of the fitness coaches on a great website called YourFitnessDoOver.com. It's YourFitnessDoOver.com. The motto is, if at first you fail, don't quit, do over. Their mission, to provide an educational, motivational, friendly, and fun environment to help you overcome past failure, past fitness failures and get you back on track to transform, transforming your body and mind for life. If you have had some success recently in your own fitness goals, please share them with Be Fit for Life. I want to hear about them, and I'll announce them at the show at the end. You can email me your success at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com or on my Facebook page. chadaustinfitness at gmail.com or on the Facebook page on the link below. But if you've had some great success so far this year, let me know about what your do-over is. If not, then maybe it's time for your fitness do-over. If you're looking for some motivation to get started right now, then you want to go to Steve's website, yourfitnessdoover.com, and you can subscribe to their newsletter. We'll send you, send you motivational, educational things. This site also has a blog of, art, of articles about fitness, nutrition, and more. I picked one article that I thought was perfect for this time of year and good for the show today, and I'm going to share. And so as I like to do, I like to share articles and things on my social page. The reason I do this is so that you as listeners can get everything that my clients and my guest clients would get if they were able to train with us in person. So I'll share articles, videos, things like that periodically. So if you haven't seen any of my past shows, then you might want to go back through them and and look because you can go back and go through my fitness page and see the videos and helpful articles that I've shared in the past. But today, on my Facebook page, I shared an article from Steve's blog. If you go on the right-hand side of my Voice America page, Be Fit for Life page, there's a link to go to my Facebook page. And just on my timeline, it should be at the top of the timeline, there's an article I shared this morning called How to Cheat on Your Diet and Still Lose Weight. 
I thought that was perfect for this time of year, getting ready for the holidays. We all know that cheating is not a good thing, and that when you do cheat, it can have negative consequences. So how and why would you cheat on your diet if your goal is to lose weight? Doesn't that sound counterproductive? Steve has a great term he comes up with that's called discipline cheating. I think is great, and I'm definitely going to steal. But when I work with someone who wants to lose weight, the first thing I say to them is, it's not forever. So many people freak out when they go on a diet because they think that they have to deprive themselves of their favorite foods or desserts. This kind of deprivation will cause you to have more cravings and, and obsessing over forbidden foods. Current research shows you can have your cake and lose weight too. One who overindulges, bulges. There's a difference between enjoying your favorite food's sin in moderation and eating everything you crave. The key is disciplined cheating. is to have a plan on what you're going to eat and how much of it you're going to eat. This allows you to have an expectation and be fully aware. I find when people overeat, including myself, I am unaware or unconscious. I am usually thinking about something, something else and not even really enjoying the taste of the food. Most of us can probably relate to that. Brain cells come and go, but fat cells last forever. So here are some tips that he comes up with in the article that are great tips to help you while you just stick to your diet. First one is identify your cheat foods. If you like cookie, ice cream, soda, candy, bread, pasta, chips, whatever your craving is, then you need to make a list of these things. This will help you become more aware of your cravings for these foods. Creating more awareness is the key to success and peace. Second tip he has, eat foods that are more filling like proteins and foods high in fiber like apples, oats, broccoli. This will help you feel more full and satisfied so you have less cravings and for other foods. Eat slowly. Anyone that knows Steve, he writes here, knows that he doesn't practice what he preaches and neither do I. But I, I need to let you know anyway, eating slow allows your brain to register, to register its full. It's such a simple solution cognitively, but probably the hardest to pr- practice in the world where we want and need things done fast. My suggestion is to put your fork down after each bite and chew your food 29 times. Why 29? Because that's my favorite number. Pick, a number, pick your favorite number above 20. If you have some suggestions on how to eat slower, please leave a comment. The fourth step he has is to have a plan. One of my favorite quotes, if you fail to plan, plan on failing. Write out the meals for every day, week, or month. Use this plan as a way to stay stay on course. After each meal, mark an X when you ate what you plan to eat. If you eat outside of your plan, then mark that meal with an O. And write, write a note on why you didn't stick to your plan. Then you can go back and assess each day, week or month to evaluate your goal and program. 10. One more tip. Become a chef. Cooking for yourself is not difficult. It just, it just takes some discipline and planning. There are, the, there are those words again. When you cook, you'll be more likely to use better quality food with less calories and more nutrients. If you like pizza, make your own from a pre-made crust. Add broccoli, goat cheese, basil, spinach for veggie delight. The act of preparing your food will infuse your food with the, with the love it needs to nourish and feed every cell in your body. 
this is a great article, and there are another good ones on there and fitness tips. So be sure to go and look at the site, yourfitnessdoover.com. And again, as I said earlier, the show today is about making a comeback. It's about your own fitness comeback. So tell me, I want to know what your story is, and I'll read them at the end of the show today, and it'll be inspiring for everyone listening. But you can send them to me at chatossandfitness at gmail.com or on my Facebook page. Message me right there where you read the article. Just message me on that page. But it be your fitness story, the success you've had recently, the success you've had in the last year, or if you're not, if you hadn't had much success yet and you're just ready to start your do-over, your fitness do-over now, then write about that. We'll share it at the end of the show. Well, we're about to take a little break now, and when we come back, I'll, we'll hear, hear more about your your fitness do-over website because the creator of it, Steve Jordan, my guest, will be here to talk about it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm Chad Austin. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. We just got done talking at the end of the break about your fitness do-over. So if you have a fitness success story that you're in the middle of right now, you're getting some results then send them to me and we'll announce them. We'll, I'll announce them at the end of the show today. But you can email me at chatawesomefitness.com and just tell me a brief summary of how, the success you've gotten so far and something you've overcame. Uh, joining me on the show today is celebrity trainer Steve Jordan. Steve is known as America's fitness ambassador. Steve created the Posture Perfect program. He's held a personal training position at the White House. Steve has dedicated his life to motivating, inspiring, and educating others. At his L.A.-based private training center, Steve's celebrity clients include Ann Curry, Dustin Hoffman, Colin Cowie, Ashley Green, Jack Davenport, Amy Powler, 
Rocco Disparate, uh, Lisa, Lisa Kudrow, Quincy Jones, Gerald Butler, Brad Paisley, Andy Dick, as well as athletes Scott Richmond and Barry Zito. He also works with Fortune 100 companies and their executives, professional athletes, and anyone looking for a healthier life. Thank you for joining us on the show today, Steve. How are you doing? I'm great, Chad. Thanks for having me. Good. Well, um, the beginning of this show... I made the whole theme about of the show making a comeback since I knew you were going to be on here. And awesome. I started talking about the Chiefs. I'm a diehard Chiefs fan, so uh, I live in Kansas City. And so we went from 1-9 and nine this time last year to 9-1 and one and just an incredible comeback. But I'm just wondering if you, my listeners, I'm sure would love to hear, what is your, do you have a favorite professional team right now? I do. First, I want to apologize for your loss last night. It was a good, oh, yeah. good try. <laughs> And uh, I do have a favorite. My team is the Giants. So uh, in the light of this, your do-over, uh, they've definitely come back from a deficit. I was, I was worried we weren't going to be able to even have a win this year. So uh, we're on our way up. Yeah, somehow they have a way of doing that every year. They won four in a row after going 0-6. That's a pretty, pretty good story they're starting to make, too. Absolutely. Probably, you know, when people are under pressure, um, you know, when their back's against the wall, they, the why is big enough. They don't want to look like losers, and they, uh, they come together. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others. Yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to see how the Chiefs do, because uh, this was, uh, I mean, everyone was, this was a big game for them, even though it wasn't, a, it wasn't there. It was at Denver. But the whole season, we've got to hear about how overrated they are. And Derek Johnson, I always watch the post-game show i'm such a big fan i watched the, this show called the red zone afterwards but uh one thing he said was that when you're when you face adversity and you're and your back's against the wall that how you respond that's how, how you determine what kind of person you are that's that's so very true anxious to see in the next next couple of weeks when how they how they respond to this well we got a big one coming up this week against the giants so that's going to be a it's going to be a big turning point yeah yeah, you got well. You guys are right in it too. Being Cowboys, and six. excuse me, Cowboys. Yeah, so you yeah. guys are right in it with the, in that division. She still got a shot to surprise everyone. Everyone was already counting them out that it was over for them. That's true. So probably be the first time an zero and sixteen made the playoffs. If they do, that'd be I a pretty good awesome. story too. Another story. <laughs> well, speaking of comeback stories, I mentioned it a, l- a little bit earlier. Uh, your story about your comeback, but I know you had an accident that you went through a while back that kind of led you into where you are now. Do you tell, tell our viewers about that experience and how it changed you? Yeah, you know, Chad, it was, um, it was 19 years old. I was in college, just like a normal college student, you know, having a good time, uh, studying. My life was, you know, feeling, feeling great, as it does when you're young and 19 and in school. And uh, I, was in a, um, I was at a fraternity party, and uh, a buddy of mine and I, you know, uh, we're on a balcony, uh, about two stories, uh, 18 feet to be exact, and we were a little bit too close to the edge, and we were roughhousing and screwing around, and uh, we fell off, and I landed on my head on the concrete, um, suffered a traumatic brain injury and a life-threatening um, incident where I almost, uh, I mean, I, I almost lost it. I mean, I was completely out. Um, I ended up having to have brain surgery. I was in a, a paralysis state for a couple of days. Um, had 
two and a half weeks in intensive care where they didn't know what was going to happen, whether it was going to have long-term or short-term brain damage. Uh, I had Bell's palsy, paralysis on the left side of my face, um, you know, and other types of short-term memory loss where I wasn't able to remember certain things that, uh, you know, that somebody who has normal cognitive um, conditions can. And so it was, it was looking quite, quite glim. And, uh, you know, I was in a position where, um, you know, growing up I had, uh, I was captain of my lacrosse team, captain of my football team, and I had played sports my whole life. And, you know, through sports, as we just talked about before, there's a lot of adversity. You win, you lose, and it's really not how hard you fall, it's how quickly you pick yourself back up. And I was faced with this, not just, you know, is it a life and death situation? And it was a situation where I had to overcome and override. And um, I went into, you know, a really light part of my life, you know, like really tried to envision something that, you know, was was empowering. I can gain strength from uh, God being one and, you know, spirituality and, you know, just my own presence, my own awareness of what I could do. Um, and I ended up becoming, uh, you know, start to heal from the inside out. I was able to overcome the paralysis. Um, I was released from the hospital in Baltimore for about, after about a month and a half, and I went to cognitive rehab where I uh, started to study and, and, and do what they wanted me to do, but then do more on the side. You know, it's, it's oftentimes people look at, um, you know, the athletes on the field will go back to the football and you see what they're doing on the field and how they win, but people don't really see what they do behind the scenes, you know, and, and how much they practice um, and or, you know, commit and visualize. You know, I'm sure Tom Brady today is visualizing how this game is going to play out tonight for him, you know, in his mind, and that's what I was doing. I wanted to play out exactly what I wanted to be, who I wanted to be, what I wanted to look like, how I wanted to fully recover from that accident using visualization tactics. Uh, that actually I first learned from my wrestling coach when I was uh, in high school. And uh, I overcame this adversity. Um, I fully recovered. A long story, three years uh, with several other surgeries, from ear surgery, from crushed eardrums, or I had lost hearing in my left ear, uh, to some plastic surgery to kind of fill in some of the, the, uh, the surgery scars. And, uh, you know, here I am today, 19 years later, living my dream, you know, that I saw being and taking place then and really what kind of put me on this path of what I do today was that recovery it was visualizing I went back to a place that I was comfortable with and that was exercise it was a place where I knew well one that I had always excelled in through sports for performance and instead of doing it now for sports and performance it was for recovery mm-hmm. so I you know I tapped into you know exercise and, and fitness for physical recovery that I didn't know really was going to happen I'll, I'll be honest I didn't understand that connection. I, I kind of intellectually knew about it, but I didn't really conceptually know about it. I didn't understand it, how it could work, and it did. And that's what put me on the path. When I started to, you know, heal and people saw me, my peers, they, they really were inspired, and they asked me for fitness tips, and they would ask me to go to the gym with them, and what do I do for my workouts, and I realized that this is a, a, a gift that I had. So I ended up uh, becoming certified, and that's where my career started. I was a college student. I was 21 years old, and I was already had a business of my own. I was training professionals in the Washington, D.C. area, uh, and then it started from there and went to uh, the White House where I got a great opportunity to become a trainer uh, in, the, in the White House and among the staff of the White House, and that really put my career on a, you know, on, in, a, in a place where I'm at today is where I could see that I always had – you know, the, the ability to influence people of all walks of life from, you know, anybody 
who would just want to listen and hear uh, to people, top-level professionals that are giving advice, you know, on their own, and CEOs of companies, billionaires, and, you know, people who would re- probably don't take too much advice from other people, but they've hired me, you know, to give them advice because I do practice what I preach, and 19 years later, I'm, you know, I'm still living that truth. Yeah, that's such an awesome, inspirational story. I mean, I read it. I, I, I mean, 18 feet on the concrete head, head first. Everything you went through was just uh, just it's such a great story that you overcame. And I, I always have believed that everything happens for a reason. And so this is a prime example of it. Because if it wouldn't have happened, you probably would be in a completely different career, it sounds like. I absolutely would have. You know, I, I don't even know what I would have done. I was, I was kind of like floundering, you know, to be honest. At the time when it happened, it was my sophomore year in college. And it was the time when you had to declare your uh, degree. My first year, I was letters and sciences, which was just a, a general uh, declaration. So you take a lot of the elective courses. And then I decided to take a, a degree called kinesiology, which was the study of human health performance. But I really didn't know what I wanted to do from there. You know, I never really had anybody in this particular field in my life that was doing something extraordinary that I could follow or mirror or, you know, they could become a mentor. I kind of just jumped into it and uh, was in that space. And then when the accident happened and I was recovering, I realized that I was already kind of in the, you know, in the, in the curriculum that could support my already, you know, my beliefs and my core values already. So I kind of took a different turn. And at that time in 1997, personal training was really for the stars. You know, it was really for, you know, Hollywood. There wasn't too much about personal training. Corporate wellness at that time was just starting to kind of make its mark. Um, AT&T was starting to, like, grab on to seeing how corporate wellness and encouraging their their employees to work out was going to help them, you know, save money and help to keep their employees healthy. So, you know, it was really in the beginning. Uh, it's, It's an interesting kind of shift that I made where I was, I feel like I'm a, I was at the forefront of a lot of it, you know, and I'm, uh, and that's kind of why I, I do what I do, you know, as America's Fitness Ambassador, I, I promote and, and, you know, kind of encourage people at any age, you know, I work with kids sometimes, some of my clients' kids that are six, seven years old, it's still okay to, to exercise at that time. I mean, when I was a kid, I'm sure when you were a kid, you were out playing in the backyard or playing in the playground. Kids aren't playing today as much as yeah. we used to. So exercise takes on a different type of uh, programming at that age. You know, it becomes more playful and fun, but it's still jumping and bouncing and, you know, push-ups and jumping jacks and, you know, things that adults, my adults are doing. I mean, if you took one of my six-year-old programs and one of my 50-year-old programs, it doesn't look too much different, just maybe a little more playful. So that's about it. Yeah, that's a great story. And the way you talk about the kids, I mean, I've had a few shows on here talking about uh, the decline of PE and how things have really changed since we were kids. I used to be a PE teacher, so that's something that I uh, always follow. But think we're not near as active anymore, and the advancement of technology has just kind of really changed that. But it sounds like uh, this this accident not only did it, did it change your career, but it kind of complain can kind of made your whole philosophy as a trainer too. So you have a great website. Um, I have had a few other people on here and I'm all, I'm always on different newsletters lists and as you probably are as a trainer too. And we get all kinds of different ideas from people. And a couple of weeks ago I had a, a friend on as a trainer that has a website called the human fit project. That's nice. But yours was probably the best I've ever seen. It's a great idea. The your fitness But Thank tell you. me how that, what is the, your fitness and kind of how did it get started? 
You know, uh, it's uh, it was about about two months ago. Uh, you know, to be honest, it's been it's so recent. I've always wanted to build a, a site, something that's more global. So I've gone from being a local influencer, you know, from doing in-home training uh, with celebrities and, and really, you know, the, the top people who are paying me really good dollars, you know, to come to their house. Then I opened my fitness studio six years ago. And it was to be more of a, a more of a local influencer to influence more people, um, and I've been able to do that. You know, now people come to me, so I have more time to be able to influence. And you know, time is the the number one commodity that we all have the same amount of. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you have ten billion dollars or you have a dollar in the bank, right? So we all have twenty four hours in a day. And how do you influence more people? So, you know, it's been now six years. My, my, my studio here is very successful. I've been able to influence more people. But now going from wanting to be that local influencer, more global influencer, I was looking about, like, you know, kind of through the, the career that I've had, how do you become more influential to people? How, and what are some of the breakdowns? You know, I think that in my career what I'm really great at doing is finding where the problem is identifying it or helping others identify it and then giving a solution for it. And I find that there are a lot of people, including my clients, including myself, we end up quitting on a program, whether it's a week or a month or for a year or maybe forever. And it's how you get yourself back up. Almost going back to the story that I had, how it's not how hard you fall, it's how quickly you pick yourself back up, right? Mm-hmm. Quitters never win, winners never quit. These, all these little sayings and quotes – I thought of a site called Your Fitness Do-Over. It's not about how long you've been out of the game. It's not about, you know, if it's been a week or a month or a year. It's how do you get back into the game and how do you stay in the game? How do you make it a lifestyle? Because it's not just exercise. It's not just diet. It is a lifestyle. So I'm providing people with resources and opportunity to be able to feel in a community where they're not alone, where they have uh, solutions to any identifying problem that they have, because we're all creatures of habit. We all have similar problems. Whether you're from Kansas or from New York City or from Los Angeles, everybody has predictable patterns of, of uh, let's call it stress or distress, right, where we break yeah. down, whether it's in your you know, work or it's in your relationships or it's in yourself. We all have these predictable patterns, and I find that you know, there are common ones, maybe seven common areas that we can all be influenced by, and I want to be able to help people get back into the game and stay in that game as long as they can. And always be able to come back to the resource, to your fitness do-over, to be able to find that community, to find that it's okay. It's almost like going to church. Like I went to church yesterday, and I hadn't been in almost a month, and the, and the, and the priest was talking about, you know, it's, you know, today's your first day, or if you haven't been here in a while, you know, we accept you. You know, it's about being accepted into a community, not being hard on yourself, not beating yourself up. We all do it. We all break down. And I'm Chad. I'm sure that you've, you know, been in a program where you've quit before too. Am I? Am I correct? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I can't imagine that there isn't anybody, not one person, who's ever really given up at something, you know, in their fitness part, in their fitness program. And it's just about getting back in. And when you get back in, that first day feels great, and it's, you know, it's continuing doing the things that are going to nurture that lifestyle approach to exercise and to wellness. Um, and I think as I'm getting older, too, getting wiser, uh, I'm approaching 39 years old, I'm realizing the things that I used to work towards, you know, in my 20s and even my early 30s are different than I'm working towards now in my 40s or come approaching my 40s, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's being able to evolve with the, 
with the different kinds of needs and wants of not just clients or the, the community, but for myself as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. And I think, you know, I think the best trainers realize this and they, and they, they catch on to this that, you know, you're, you're going to, everyone's going to quit from time to time. And it's about making it something consistent that you can do long term. Jul- Julian Michaels has a, uh, one of my favorite quotes for fitness that whenever uh, weight loss can, a mistake in weight loss can be like a U turn. If you ever, if you get off track, if you mess up, then all you got to do is take a U turn and you're right back on course. Mm, that is, that so, is a great one. Thanks for sharing I, that. Yeah, no problem. Well, uh, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear more about the Fitness Do-Over website. Um, listeners, we want to hear your Fitness Do-Over story. So if you're in the middle of your own success story or if you have any comments about what we said so far, send me an email, chataustinfitness.com, and I'm going to share, share everyone's success stories in the last segment of today's show. But we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear more from Steve Jordan. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm Chad Austin. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listen every week for Mental Health with Dr. Sarita Rao. Our program focuses on behavioral health issues like depression, dependence on drugs and alcohol, anger management, stress, and other challenges. From ADHD to bipolar disorder, we'll want to hear from you with questions and experiences to share. That's Mental Health with Dr. Sarita Rao, live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Find out more. You don't need to deal with this alone. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Caring for someone with autism can be full of challenges and triumphs. Wherever you are on your autism journey, we all benefit from good information and guidance. Join host Rob Haupt every week for a friendly show that will leave you inspired and informed. Tune in to Autism Spectrum Radio. Our guests include parents, advocates, and experts to discuss current experiences, treatments, and breakthroughs for those living with autism. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm here with Steve Jordan, and we've been talking about your fitness do-over. And I ask you to send in 
some of your greatest success stories. I'm going to go ahead and share one now that one of my one of my clients actually sent in. Someone has been going to a uh, fitness camp that I have that I've seen have a great transformation. So I saw that she emailed me. I wanted to read hers. But her name's Karen Sylvester. I finished Insanity on Saturday and did my fit test yesterday. I've gone up by at least five reps on each of the different fit tests for Insanity. I did my measurements today. Since May 8th, I have lost 43 pounds, 58 pounds this year, and over 35 inches. I've gone from a size 18 to 20 to a size of 10. My family teases me I have lost all my Bs, my belly, boobs, and butt. I am good with two of the three. You know I have tried to eat clean and have struggled with sugar cravings, but I continue to get myself back on the wagon. I allow myself to have reward meals and reward items, like a new pair of shoes. Giving myself a goal with the reward at the end has been amazing for obtaining the goal. So that's a great success story. And if you have any other success stories, send them to us, and we will read them on the show. That is a great one to get us started. That is, I have seen she's become a, a billboard for everyone in my uh, Toastmasters group about fitness. She's definitely someone who has learned how to make fitness a priority in her life that hasn't before, and I can see just a completely different person in her now. So it's great to see that kind of story. Uh, back to our your fitness do-over. We were talking to Steve Jordan about your, about your website, and I think the next question I want to ask is, who are the people that are involved with your fitness do-over? So your fitness do-over is, you know, first it's the community. It's everybody who's involved, you know. I mean, the people who come to the site, that's, that's what makes it go. I mean, when people show up, when people engage, when people, you know, leave comments, when people read the blogs, when people, you know, come into the site and not just visit it. I find that a lot of people, you know, go to sites, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. And listen, I'm not pointing any fingers. But I think when people go to sites, they read blogs, they don't leave comments. The comment section is there because we want to know how it influenced you. How did it make a difference? And, you know, whether it did or it didn't make a difference, or maybe you have a comment or a suggestion. You know, that's how we can build and grow, uh, you know, a community, how we can build and grow resources, how we can influence, because your, your problem may be somebody else's problem. And that's really, uh, you know, that's, what, that's who's involved. You know, I'm the, the orchestrate, the, the, you know, the conductor, and the entire community that gets into your fitness do-over is, is what's going to really make it go. Because I can't, you know, I can tell you what to do or I can assume, right, that there are, like I said earlier, there are predictable patterns of distress um, that people may have that may keep them from getting back into a program when they quit. But I can't assume it all the time. And if somebody has something to share, please share it, because then that will help me be able to better coach you. Um, it's like if somebody came into my fitness studio and said, I want to get in shape, you know, I, I say, okay, that's great. Now, why do you want to get in shape? Well, because I want to look good for the summer. Okay, well, why do you want to look good? Well, I'm single and uh, I want to attract a, a male. You know, like that's... That's something that, you know, you, there, you start peeling away the layers of the onion and you start to have a bigger reason why. When the bigger reason why is there, the how is easy. So just being able to share, that's, that's who's involved. We're also bringing in guest speakers, you know, and, and people who contribute 
who can contribute to your fitness do-over, people who are experts in their own field. I can't, I'm, I'm very good at what I do, but I'm not a jack-of-all-trades. I can't be able to, you know, do something that maybe somebody else does really well, like maybe a Pilates instructor. You know, if somebody wants to do some type of Pilates and home-based stuff, you know, we'll bring in Pilates instructors. We'll bring in some yoga. Some experts that I have found in the industry who really excel at what they do and can hone in on somebody's particular needs. Yeah, I, you know, I, it's interesting you said that about being a jack of all trades. I think if if you're good at anything, no matter how high level you are, you have to be able to still be willing to learn from other people and to have other people help you. Because you, if you're a jack of all trades, that means you're a master of nothing. So I'd rather be a master of something and then include everyone else to make the whole experience better. But um, so if someone wanted to sign, wanted to. If they were looking at your website, they wanted to get started and with their own fitness do-over, what would you suggest to them be their first step? To email me. Email me at steve at stevejordan.com. Uh, you'll be directly to, uh, sent to my page, um, you, you're not to my page, to my email, and I will directly email you back and be able to start to engage in dialogue with you. Um, we'll find out what your needs and wants are, and we'll be able to provide you with an online solution that you can do anywhere at any time. That's what makes this program so unique and awesome is that you can do it anywhere at any time. And it's for different levels. It's not just for somebody that necessarily wants to work out at home. If you just want to be able to be part of a community and or read a blog or, you know, stay tuned to maybe some other people's successes, and maybe right now is not the time for you. Maybe you just want to dabble in it. Maybe you just want to hear about other people. Like when people are watching, let's say, like The Biggest Loser, you know, I'm sure there's not a lot of people that they're like, oh, they become more aware of what they're doing, which I think is great because it first starts with awareness. So then they start making better choices in their daily life. And then maybe in two months, then they become more inclined or maybe some time or space opens up uh, where they have more uh, motivation to work out or exercise. So it doesn't always have to necessarily start today where you are, you know, like I'm ready to work out and I'm going to start today or tomorrow. You know, please be mindful that it can be in two months or three months. Just start the process. Start becoming aware. I always tell clients when they start with me, I, like I'll recommend a book or I'll recommend a blog or I'll recommend uh, some magazines or certain things that they can just start becoming aware of, reading different material, surrounding yourself around other people who are like-minded will allow you to be successful, right? So one of the success breeds success. So you want to surround yourself around people who are, who are fit, maybe somebody who's already had breakdowns. And that's why we've encouraged, you know, your listeners to write in and tell us about their fitness do-over so that people can feel like they're a part of something, that they're not the only one. So um, that's the best way to get started. Again, email me at steve at stevejordan.com, and then we'll find what your needs and wants are, and we'll be able to provide you with some solutions. That's steve at stevejordan.com, and I will make sure I post that on my Facebook page later today, too, and on the site. Uh, so you already tapped into it a little bit, but uh, when we talked about how to how do you stay motivated every day to stay fit and healthy with uh, surrounding yourself with positive people, but what are some other tips that you can do to help keep your motivation up? You know, it's, it's, it's always going back and, I think, being clear on what the outcome is. Um, I think that, you know, I, if you end up, losing focus, let's say, for lack of better terms, you, you don't know where you're going, right? You, if you have uh, from point A to point B, the fastest point, 
fast way to point from point A to point B is a straight line. A lot of people meander along the way, and that's okay. But if you are clear where you need to get to, if you need to get to point B, like you're going you're gonna to get there, no matter if it's a straight line or if it's meandering on and off that track. You know, for me, it's, it's really being, it's being the, the fitness professional, what I've declared, you know, 18 years ago, 19 years ago, as being an ambassador to fitness, being somebody who, you know, people can lean on for inspiration, for motivation and education. You know, that position allowed me to stay motivated. I don't have the room to fall off. It's like, you know, if somebody was a, an accountant, they don't have the ability to not balance their checkbook or stay, you know, committed to the numbers. You know, they can't just decide that one day they're not going to, you know, they're not going to balance their checkbook or balance the books of a company they work for because they decide there's something else they want to do. They have to stay committed to the process. And I think if you have a clear vision of what you want, um, you know, your ability to get to that point is going to be much easier. So for myself, I'll read, I'll engage in, in books, you know, interviews like this, you know, just being an inspiration for my clients. I mean, I've got to be able to practice what I preach. And I know, and maybe you can relate to this as well, I mean, listen, again, I, I fall off and I fall up. It's not how hard you fall or it's not how quickly you pick yourself up. I call it the zig and zag, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be able to zig more than I zag. And... When I am not a good trainer or is when I'm actually zagging too long. And I really, I, I thrive in a space of excellence and, and I'm committed to that process. So I want to be able to zig more than I zag. And so I got to get myself back up. And even if it's for 10 minutes, you know, just stretching maybe like in the middle of my day and maybe doing some yoga moves or I'm foam rolling, um, you know, it's just doing something. I get every day it's like a deposit into the bank. I deposit something into my health bank. I deposit something into my fitness bank. Whatever that looks like for you, you just got to do something every day, even if it's for 10 minutes or 30 minutes if you have that time. Yeah, I, I, I like that. And I, I use the same thing. Uh, I, use the, I call it the 10-minute rule when you're having trouble to stay motivated and keep your workouts in to just do it for 10 minutes. Just tell yourself you're going to do it for 10 minutes and then if the, the, that at least gets you started – and then if you after 10 minutes, you, that's it, then that's it. But you at least did something. But then normally after 10 minutes, you're going to be able to keep going and you're going to be motivated past that first little bit to keep going. Um, so we've got a couple more questions for you. I know one thing I'd, I'd like to know, you have a lot of celebrity executive clients and professional athletes you train. So we talk so much about your fitness do-over and, and comebacks and everything. What is this? What is a story you could share with us about one of these clients that you've had before and their success that they've overcome with? To put you on the spot here, but yeah, no, no problem. You know, I think it's all great because we all relate to celebrities and we look up to them. That's why they're called celebrities. You know, stars, right? We look up to the stars in the sky. We look up to stars, celebrities. Um, you know, the first one that comes to mind um, is Barry Zito. Barry uh, and I worked together, and, and Barry just had had a. An outstanding career. I mean, he was a Cy Young Award winner. Uh, he earned the highest paid contract for any pitcher um, during that time. I mean, we're, we're talking huge multi-million dollar contracts. I think it was, in, I think it was like a $70 million seven-year contract um, when he signed with the Giants. And, again, it was the biggest pitching contract that any one person had signed. Well, when he ended up getting on a team, I mean, he just went into a slump. He couldn't do anything. I mean, he couldn't throw a strike to save his life. And there was talk about him being released, and, I mean, he was really in a bad state. And we worked together uh, during one of those um, off-seasons, 
and we had a lot of really great success. Um, we were able to influence each other, and, you know, and I say each other because it's a relationship. When you train somebody, it's a relationship. There has to be yeah. give and take on both ends. And, you know, we had a lot of success, and that following year after our training, he started coming back, and he had another, he had, a, he had one of the best seasons, and I think he had the best season that he had on the Giants. Um, and then following year, he had the best season. He was part of the, the World Series um, uh, when they had won the World Series. So he had been a part of that, and now has a World Series ring. So, you know, it was, he could, I mean, the critics and the publicity and the, the news and the, you know, ESPN, I mean, they were, they were killing this guy. I mean, this, if he had listened to anything that any of them had said, I mean, he could have hung his, hung his, uh, his hat up and glove up and had given up, you know. I mean, he could have easily have done that. But Barry's a much stronger individual than that. He's a, pers- he's, he's a person of, of commitment, of excellence, um, and he's, again, he's one of those guys that just doesn't quit. Um, he, when he's down, his back's up against the wall, like we talked about in the beginning of the segment, you know, it's about how quickly he's going to pick himself up and how true to his character he really was. And I'm really, really proud of him, you know, today to see what he's doing and we'll see what happens. He, uh, he's at the end of his contract in San Francisco. We're hoping maybe he comes down here to the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, that's a great story. And it, it sounds like you learned about as much from him as he learned from you in that, in that process. Absolutely. We always learn from our clients. There's, you know, it's again, like I said, that give and take a reciprocal relationship. Well, we're about to go on break here. Just last question. I mean, for all the listeners uh, hearing about the Your Fitness Do-Over, if you wanted them to take away one thing from the show today and hear, and hear our interview, what would it be? Don't quit. Winners never quit and winners never win. Or winners never quit and quitters never win. You know, I think that uh, it's so important. We're learning more and more today about how important exercise and being committed to a healthy lifestyle is. And we're in a state today, uh, you know, in our country, in our nation, in our world, where obesity has become an epidemic, where poor health has become an epidemic. Be a leader. Stand out among the the people and, and, and know that you do make a difference when you step in maybe for selfish reasons to, to work on yourself, to be in better health and be more fit. You're also setting an example for others to follow as well. Great. Well, listeners, uh, thank you. Thank you, Steve, for being on the show today. It was a great interview and I really enjoyed getting to know you. Um, we are going to take a short break and when we come back, we will wrap up the show with the, last little bit of your fitness do-over and we will tell you what's going to be on the show for next week but stay tuned we'll be right back after these messages you're listening to listening to be fit for life i'm chad austin become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash world talk radio Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work in reducing premature births. Almost half a million babies are born too soon in the United States. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and life-saving programs to help moms in our communities have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us during Prematurity Awareness Month in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. 
How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned into Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. Uh, we just got done with our interview with Steve Jordan from uh, the your do-over, fit, your fitness do-over website. Uh, that was a great interview. If you haven't had a chance to look at his website, I posted an article from it about how to cheat on your diet and still lose weight on my Facebook page. If you go to my Facebook page, Chaos on Fitness, it's on the link on the right-hand side of the Voice America page. It's right at the top of my, of my timeline. But it's got some great tips on there, but it also takes you right to his website. And so you can take a look through everything on there. It's, his website's in the preliminary stages, so there's going to be a lot more to come from it soon. But your fitness do-over is just a, such a great idea, and anyone can relate to this. So whenever you've, if you've been wanting to get on with your goals, if you wanted to get started with your fitness journey and you've had trouble getting started, or if you've just fallen off the wagon, you have trouble getting back on it. I mean, trouble making that U-turn to get back going again. Whatever the case may be with your story, it will help you out. And so with, with your fitness goals and just in life in general. And so it's a great website to go take a look at. If you missed, I've been asking people throughout the show to send me your fitness do-over. And if you missed this, if you didn't, or if you didn't hear it live and you're hearing a recording of it, still send it to me. I'd love to hear it, and I will mention it in another show, or I'll post it on my Facebook page. But anytime you get to hear someone's story, Karen's story at the beginning of the show I got to share, it is so inspiring for, for so many people to get to hear that. They're in the same place you are when you the same place that when you are when you started now and can see that someone else did it and anytime you see someone else did it then it's easier for you to get started and so you're helping so many more people it's not just bragging about yourself it's it's really helping people when you do this it's an inspire for every everybody but thank you all for listening and tuning into the show this week and hearing about the member of your fitness do over. If you want to get started with your fitness do over, you can email Steve at steve at stevejordan.com and I'll post that on my Facebook page too. And he will get you, get you started with the steps you need to take to get started on your new fitness journey. Uh, thank you for tuning in and listening this week. We'll see you next week on Be Fit for Life. Thanks again for tuning us in. Please join Chad Austin next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Be Fit for Life on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, have fun, get active, and be fit.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.